Hello and welcome to another episode of Be an Adult, my sis. <laughs> what was that accent at the end? Jazz it up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's a really good accent. Hey guys, how are we all? Mm-hmm. All good, all good. I am nursing a cold slash cough slash fluey situation right now, but oh. Oh no! Do I need to get tested? Have you uh, have <laughs> nice, you tested fine. yourself? Yep, I tested. I'm working in a couple of days, so I actually I can't actually be sick. I just cannot physically be sick. So I'm pretending I'm not ill. Um, but no, I'm all tested. I'm fine. It's definitely a, a cold coffee situation. So I'm just dealing with that. Oh. It's funny because I think obviously because of COVID, it's almost like every other illness doesn't exist. Every coughing <laughs> sniffle must yes. mean it's Corona. It's like no, no, hay fever still being a prick. Mm. and the cold is still being a dick so here we are how's everybody else doing yeah yeah good 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 just um i had a week off work living my best life and i'm back to work on monday yay (laughs) (laughs) you know what i would kill for a week off (laughs) and you can take a week off i know the thing is i don't know why i'm saving it like i'm going exactly what are you saving i don't know (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I need to. I need to just say, you know what? I'm taking a week off. Oh gosh. Have you yeah. not taken? Have you not had any? Have you not taken any time off? Like a substantial amount of time I've off. I've taken a couple of days here and there. I haven't really been. Um, I haven't really taken like like a week off or two weeks off because I just mm. think it's a waste. Like, what am I going to do? Just stare at my face in the mirror. I'm like, what, what else is there to do? I know the you world's open up. You could go and see friends. You can go yeah. for walks. You can but go I shopping. But I can also do that while I'm working. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah. Your style of working, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh, Ray, you sound really poorly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And you looked after. Um, yeah, no, I am. I think this is like what maybe day day two of it really surfacing, so it's just gonna sound really shit before um it gets any better. Yeah. I've actually got some filming to do, and I have to sound like a very adequate and competent individual, so I'm like, oh, good, good luck, good luck with that, babes. There good we luck. go, the world keeps moving, so it's all good. Yay, so what else has been going on, guys? Have you guys been going out much? Um, I think it's normal programming. Like I've I've spent a lot of time with people, but not really out doing stuff. Mm. Just more like chill at home, dinners, that kind of thing. Mm. All like grown up shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really gone out out yet. I don't even know what I'm waiting for. Um, but do you know what? It's probably because I've had quite a bit to do work-wise so I don't really not that I don't have the time to it's just you don't want to go and put yourself in a space where oh then you have an illness and then you can't work yeah. so I think yeah. it's probably been more that than anything else but I'm looking forward to really getting dressed up going out for a meal somewhere and like because it's been a while it's been a long while so I'm looking forward to doing that hmm. no. for sure what's been going on in the world guys what else so traveling has been like I don't know opening up somehow a little bit and then everyone got super excited everyone booked to go portugal oh yeah actually talking about portugal what's going on with our donations been cancelled again (laughs) do you know i've I've really enjoyed clowning my friends that had tickets again (laughs) 
because it's quite entertaining. But boy, as can you imagine, two years ago, two years ago, you booked for a festival and you have to wait <laughs> two years to go to it. It's nuts. <laughs> so you booked for it when you were like what thirty five, and you probably end up going when you're forties, <laughs> pretty much. Because who knows what's going to happen next year? <laughs> what have they said? Have they cancelled it? You're all getting refunded, and we'll. See no. you again when they're trying to buy them again, or I think they've done the same thing as they did last year. Like, see you next year. Ah. We're keeping your money, and people are still believing it's going to happen next year. Sure, I would just get my money back, and if they I can just... make it next year, then I'll get it again. If not, exactly. Like, well, that's what I did last year. So yeah. <laughs> that's, why you're, that's why you're laughing, everyone. Yeah, because what I know people that got their money back and then booked again. What kind of foolishness? Just wait and see what Stupidness. happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people are too excited, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Everyone's been prepping like at the gym because they've got a couple of months to go. Actually, they've got a year and a half to go. <laughs> Mad. But yeah, so everyone's been like booking holidays and things are opening up and then we get hit with, oh, actually, we're putting Portugal back on the amber list. People are trying to rush back. Because I think mm. it's by Wednesday they're meant to be back. Well, not meant to be back, but oh. from Wednesday you have to quarantine for 10 days. Mm. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't I know, know why people going. are so upset about quarantining for like 10 days. Like, so? It's such a minor thing to do. We're all working what? from home now anyway. No, what but what matter? about what if you don't work from home? That's taking another 10 days off. Well, Who's no, I'll ask you to book to go to Portugal. <laughs> yeah, but they wouldn't have known it was going to go back into the amber list so soon. It's only been like two weeks. No, it's true. Two or three weeks. But like, I mean, surely your employer would be understanding. I so I nope. recognise that would not necessarily be the case at all. So I get that. But no, if I was an employer, it's none of my business. I wouldn't be understanding. Mm. Why? I need because you back at work. You had the options. Exactly. You had the options. That's peak. I mean, to be fair, it's not really the right time to book anything unless you know you can come back home to and work from home. Mm. Unless, even if it was to go on the red list, you have loads of money to pay for the hotel mm. basically if you're rich you're fine <laughs> but how do people manage that say if you come back from holiday you travel back from the airport on some form of transport so you're exposing people yeah. anyway yeah of course what you can do you come home you've got nothing stocked up so what you need to go shopping so you're exposing mm-hmm. people again like it's put like it doesn't actually make sense. yeah the journey back from one of those countries <laughs> you're exposing yourself and other people so there's no it's it's not working unless they're going to shuttle people from the plane yeah but that's thousands of people that can't logistically that couldn't happen even if you're even if you've got it now and you're you're unaware or whatever you're still going to pop to the shops and stuff and you're still exposing excellent people so it's kind of it for me it almost feels like it's neither here nor there like either bad travel until everybody's like good and safe and done or not and understand you have to operate in this space now yeah so, it was like the other Thursday we went to a gig and you can't stand like you have if you walk around you have to wear, wear a mask oh, yeah. but even if I'm sitting there on the table the whole time I can still catch it because people <laughs> yeah. walking around me there's people yeah. walking around me so like, it's yeah. just it doesn't make sense it's just not nothing, nothing makes right. sense it's mad um but how how is the airport looking um well last time i was in it was definitely picking up loads i think people were just like fed up and they they don't 
really care spending the extra on mm. the PCR tests. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is no one really thought it was going to go back to like lo- loads of people going to Portugal. Mm. They didn't think it was going to be so soon for it to go back on the amber list. But yeah, I don't know. Like there's a mixture. Some people don't care. Some people have money. Mm. So they're still going to do it. Mm, so uh, it's definitely going to get busier like we have been told like where they expect everyone to go back to work full time the 1st of July yeah so I wonder what summer's going to look like this year last summer was quite good yeah yeah if the weather's good you know what I think it'd be really nice like London in the summer is like it's amazing it's so much fun everyone is so much happier yeah so hopefully it's a good vibe in case you can't travel it'd be great yeah, we can just travel to Hyde Park wow. <laughs> instead. That's I got on the train. Well, this week I got on the train like on like three different occasions. I mm-hmm. felt fine. It was not. I didn't. I didn't feel what just one stop. <laughs> yeah, like a short journey. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was fine. Mm. It was fine. Like Central is was so busy. I hadn't seen it like that for such a long time. Mm. Oh, and I went past Topshop, and I got really like, oh my god, this is oh, it's so gone. yeah, no, it's not. It's is shut. It up? It's shut. Um, I don't know, it, like boarded up like that, but mm. it was definitely it's sealed in a sense, mm. like that. Yeah, yeah, and Miss Selfridge. Yeah. Oh god. Sad. I know. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And also, um, news just in. Oh no, Buckingham Palace wasn't recruiting anyone of colour and the world's ending and the Queen's exempt and stuff. Oh no, it's terrible. It's oh, but she's not like you know, this isn't a racist country or anything. No, it's not. We're polluted. It's just an establishment. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's been very, very funny to watch people's reactions to certain stuff. I was um I'm relatively indifferent to that piece of news to be honest with you, but the world is um getting the knickers and a twist about it. Huh. Why, what are people saying? Basically Buckingham Palace banned ethnic minorities from office roles basically is what it was and this was in like the late i think this this had continued up until the late 60s 1960s um and the world just got upset about it because you know people of color weren't allowed to work in certain roles but the queen has remained personally exempt from those equality laws for more than four decades so um it's basically with this exemption it's made it impossible for women or people from ethnic minorities who were working there to complain about to complain if they've ever been discriminated against or if they think they've been they've been discriminated against there's no one to go to and talk to about it because she's exempt from ever treating you in a certain way <laughs> that is nice. so you know the world got upset okay. about it yeah it's <laughs> commonwealth it's great so just being exempt from okay mm. Very interesting. <laughs> so you couldn't work in an office, but you could be a butler or something. You could be a servant or some kind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, butler's the more uh... <laughs> the more the more glamorous <laughs> version of us. Help. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's it. So that hit headlines. I think in the last couple of days, right? Mm. So, yeah. It's great. This that like, all of this kind of came to light from access to the national archives. I feel like I really want to go there and spend a day. Because they're going to be, there's going to be so much, not uh, necessarily um, negative information, but there's just going to be so much shit that's just been recorded in archives there and it's just sitting mm-hmm. there.
I'm like, can you, can you as the public just go there like, with a day park or something and go have a snoop? Like, that would be... Okay, for me, that's... That would be too easy, though, wouldn't it? I know. They're not yeah. going to have... Damn it. Discriminate... Because basically, historically, you... A lot of these things have been destroyed, so there's no evidence to back up anyone's claims. Because mm. can you imagine... Of all the people that suffered certain things, like, mm-hmm. and, and it's just been put, um, it's just been put, um, in an archive somewhere. Yeah. And it's, and it's been just, but, but then that's how the history is always told by the victor because they destroy everything contrary to anything they've ever said. Mm. So this is, this is definitely a colonizing tactic. So mm. I'm not surprised at all. Mm. Mm. I'm just looking. You can book a visit to one of their reading rooms to view documents. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you can. You can. This is amazing. <laughs> Seriously, on, I have to come on and do it. Sorry. Your first day out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> the National Archives is going to be fucking sexy. Oh, you can go there for. You can have a day visit. Only up to twelve documents, though. Damn it. Where is it in North London? I don't know. I think so. I don't know why I'm thinking it's in like Northwest, like Collindale. I think oh. so. I'm sure I've driven past somewhere that, yeah, it looks a little bit... Darling, dark. it's in queue in <laughs> Richmond. It's in Richmond. Dark. Oh, it's in Richmond. Oh, okay. Yeah. <gasps> Have you guys seen in the news about um, Donald Trump's Facebook being suspended? <laughs> oh, no, it's so terrible. The Trump supporters are upset about it. Go away. Of course, yeah. Facebook, like all of them, they must love it. They don't, and... do, they don't do Instagram. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. And I saw... <laughs> Twitter is being banned in Nigeria because they deleted the Nigerian president's tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, about that, it. Like, <laughs> that is that is mad. I don't know if the Nigerian having that kind of power Imagine. and you're like, I don't like this, so we're not gonna do it anymore. Like, yeah. what? But I don't know I don't know how it's gonna run because I I can't imagine the youth of Nigeria just like accepting that. No, but Sorry. how does it how I don't know, I don't know if you guys know, but how would it work if you as a country ban like Facebook. How do you how how can you not access it? How would it? I don't know. Like, isn't it banned in China? Or oh, it was for like many many. Yeah, years. it's banned in some places. So what if you try and just go onto it? It says, you can't access it. You can't access yeah. it. In certain countries, but it'd have to be it's something like a, that's agreed. Like an error message or something will come up. You just can't go on there. And I don't think you can if you're not from there and you're in the country. You just can't. It's just doesn't exist. Oh, wow. That is Do you know how, like, shady that is? It's in order to control the news that your people are receiving, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Think about everything you see on social media that is not reported in the news. Like, people petitioning against things or whatever. You don't really find out about them because they're not in mainstream. Yeah, and so in order to they cut that all out, so there is no uprisings or mini like coups or things mm. that happen. Yeah, in sure. the news. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. That's why they say that when you're gonna um, maybe share something on social media that it could potentially be banned, mm-hmm. you should try and change like the words, mm-hmm. like, change it like maybe mix up the words with like numbers and stuff, mm. so it doesn't get banned from that particular site. Mm. yeah and it kind of happens i mean so this is a music well no i was going to talk about the music stuff when your video or post can get banned but that's more publishing and rights and stuff which is a bit different Mm. but yeah but no a couple of countries 
<clears throat> have Facebook bans and whatever else. So Nigeria's just put Twitter on the list. Boom. That's mm. Have you guys got Facebook? Yeah, I, I don't really I have use it. It's the marketplace because <laughs> <laughs> of all the bargains that I've seen everyone getting on there. Marketplace is the best thing about Facebook. I don't care about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder if it used to be because I used to be on it years ago, but I wonder if it's the same people just sharing shit. It's like Instagram, but for older people. <laughs> oh wow! No, but it's true. Like my uncles and my older cousins, and they like, love a bit of Facebook. And my friends' parents and stuff—they're the ones mm. that post mostly on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what like a a daily positive <laughs> something something. <laughs> oh, Sam, have you been watching um, Blue Therapy still? How's that going? Yes, I caught up and I've watched all six and I think one episode of The Aftermath. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What an interesting concept to be so exposing of yourself on the internet. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like some of some of the things they discuss are quite, I think, I mean, if no one knows and it's between you and now it's on YouTube, then I don't know what to say. It's all a lie. Like then, what? <laughs> one of the girls, the one that we said that we quite, I quite respect her. To be fair, I don't think she's done anything to disgrace herself. Yeah. Mm. She started talking about um, when she had her, her abortion and things, mm-hmm. and you could tell that he was just like, his face was like, "Why are you talking about this?" Because I don't think anyone from his side or anyone knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was just saying about how that made her feel, and you know how he said that he didn't want to be a father, so that's the only reason why, because she actually has, like, fertility issues with... Mm. Um, yeah. She actually has fertility issues, and um, her parent, like, it's in her family that the women have had issues, like, mm-hmm. fathers and this and that and whatever. So her likelihood of getting pregnant is low, so she didn't want to get rid of it, because she, she doesn't want to have a child by herself she did it and it was it it was it was quite awkward to watch because obviously she was saying that she did it because of him and he Mm -hmm. paid for it and he sorted it out and all sorts of stuff like that Mm -hmm. and and how she didn't want to do it and it's like she's hurt from that so she's yeah so that whole part was a bit awkward to watch um obviously he's just a prick anyway um (laughs) But the, the yeah, the whole situation um is very I don't know. Yeah, they they're not together anymore. It's quite toxic. Obviously. Oh, did they break up? Yeah, they broke up. Oh really? Yeah. Um I think the the he's last narcissistic one... and he's a bit controlling and in the aftermath one she actually acknowledges all of that. Oh wow, okay. Mm-hmm. So I think the last one that I watched briefly was where he was um she brought up uh, his sister. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a little. There's bit an, like, an, another bit on that that happened. Um, yeah. The sister turned up. Where to where? <laughs> oh, did she? Therapy. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> oh. She was. She had her like back to the camera. Her face wasn't shown or anything. Oh, so, oh, she, so you couldn't see her face. Well, she turned up like she was outside the door, and then she's like, "Why is she here? This is our therapy." Oh, this and is such a show. This is such a show. What is going on? And he's like, "She's here to support me because um, you haven't been home for a week." Because after they had that argument, she she didn't go back home. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, yeah, so 
the sister then in the aftermath show called up and started cussing her and they started cussing oh, her. Wow, really? <laughs> she made it imply that she's in love with her brother. She's like, oh, just because you're in love with your brother. Oh, I don't she know did imply that before, didn't she? Yeah. She just said that it was a very weird relationship. Yeah. Awkward. Oh, God. Yeah, but how important do you think it is to get on with your partner's family? Um... It's important, but there has to be boundaries for sure. Like I think they had mentioned on Blue Therapy, the reason why she was uh, not so keen on her is because she would just drop her kids over to them without really asking. So I think that could be a little bit problematic. Mm. There's nothing wrong with looking after the kids, but it's just maybe how she did it that she wasn't happy with. Yeah, and then she would cuss her and say that she's not a good mum and she's not like... She hasn't got, like, maternal instincts. She was like, these aren't my kids. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Almost like what? She was, like, trying to test her or something. Well, it, it's... The whole thing just sounds a bit of a mess, to be fair. I think that she didn't respect her from the beginning for who she was before she went on the... on the blue therapy or the, no. the relationship, shall I say. Yeah. And, um she just escalated it but the things that they would say like he said out of love for me you should just love my 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 nephews or my family mm, whatever. Yeah. which mm, i can kind of get but not mm-hmm. not in that way no no not but you're when, taking advantage exactly not when you are being disrespected that way mm. yeah i think there has to be mutual respect yeah 100%, for sure i'm sure um but it can be really tricky because sometimes you don't really, you might not agree with everything, mm. but it doesn't really mean that they're bad people mm. or like not your cup of tea. Like it's just the way people are. But I think when it crosses the line is when they then involve you in it. Mm. If it's like, if it's like separate family issues, that's one thing. But when they start like bringing you into a particular situation, then that's when it becomes a problem. I think from the beginning, you always have to set how you expect things to be. Yeah. Like, not get too involved, also not being too distant. Having the balance, I think, is healthier. Mm. So how important is it to you that your partner's family like you? It's important. I think it's important to me for them Mm. to like me. But in terms of the way we are, we don't always have to agree on things. But it's being respectful with how just be respectful with with those views do you know what I mean like I might mm. not agree with something that you're doing mm. but I'm not going to be horrible towards you just because I don't agree with it do yeah. you know what I mean yeah, I if it. then you do something that is about me then that's a different story yeah mm. but I would try not to get it to that if I see something from the beginning that I'm not uh keen on mm. then I'll try and nip it in the bud from the very start yeah. and have a conversation like yeah. I don't think I would have a conversation with the family i'll bring it up with my partner first yeah I'll, and i'll be like i think i noticed this i wasn't too happy with how they said this to me or whatever and i would maybe hope that that can be fixed before it gets too far yeah i don't want to i don't like arguments or confrontations so i wouldn't want it to get to i hate da, 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 da. like yeah. that's too deep i think yeah. I, I think for me it would be important for us to at least have a relationship and be civil and get on because um, these are people that you're potentially going to be like they're going to become your family through your 
children. Mm-hmm. And I feel that a mutual respect has to be, a foundation has to be set before it gets to that point. Because can you imagine you want to bring up your kids this way and they're not happy with this and they're like there's conflict and there's battles and there's all sorts of things. I think it's important that you have a mutual respect and you can understand where they're coming from, but then express to them like, this is how I want my family set up. Yeah. I know that you had it this way, but this is how I like it. Or I think those kinds of boundaries have to be established because I've seen it (laughs) when it's, it's literally like, loggerheads and the yeah. hasn't been established early mm-hmm. and children come in the mix and then it becomes oh. like harder and it comes a battle and it becomes like um a thing of you either pick a side either your family or your partner I, and all I sorts hear of people like that. saying that all the time about picking sides that mm. is crazy mm. and and you know the stereotype of a mother-in-law or like i don't know the other family mm-hmm. it doesn't come from nowhere it's yeah. obviously something that yeah, happens yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I think people need to realize that you as much as you're with that one person as your partner that they come with baggage yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's true. That's so true I think growing up I used to really think that it was so important for me personally at least you grow up and you just understand that it takes all sorts in terms of types of people's temperaments and expectations all that kind of jazz so it's um I think it's important for my partner to have a really good relationship with their family, um, personally. But when it comes to the fact that I really want them to like me, I think it makes things easier for sure. But I also can understand if I'm not your cup of tea and I, it's not something I would lose sleep over. I don't know, I didn't feel dirty or like people were like misbehaving or anything. It's fine. Mm-hmm. People were actually okay. I mm-hmm. haven't been on the train since it was actually the 12th fine. of March twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> It didn't feel like it was at the office. Do it, do it. But do it like when it's not rush hour. Like ease into it, ease into it. I'm going to try it. I definitely am going to try it. But it'll be a short journey. I don't know where I'm going to go. It can't be short. It has to be long. I'm never going to be disrespectful and I would expect them to not be disrespectful for me as well. I think if we like each other, fantastic. It's a bloody bonus. It's great. But my biggest my my focus is my partner and my and the family that I'm building. Everything else is wonderful and beautiful additions. You know what I mean? I've got I don't I don't see why you. No, that's not true. I was gonna say I don't see why you wouldn't get on with like your in laws, quote unquote. But it obviously does happen. But my biggest focus is my unit and everything else that is is secondary to that almost. So if they don't like me, it's, it's a bit shit. It is a bit shit. It can make things really awkward, but it really isn't the end of the world for me mm. but I'm super lovable so it's just never gonna happen <laughs> to me. have you ever been in um, a situation where your boyfriend's parents like ever the boyfriend's parents haven't liked you or no I've had always been loved yeah I've had <laughs> no but thing is you know what I've had the mum try and like test me a bit in the sense of and I could see where it was coming from in the sense of oh but can you cook or can you look after my son can, can you this I've had those types of little bullshitty passive aggressive testy stuff and it's all stuff that you take on the chin and you know I guess growing up your race to think it's that it's expected like the dads will always love you and that's been easy with any dad I've ever come across but the mum sometimes is a bit of tension there but after a while I was like do you know what I don't need to impress you I mean obviously you kind of want to but I don't need to and then 
I think once I developed that as a as a feeling, like you're gonna like me or you're not, and I, I I'm very easy with either sort of decision. I kind of find myself in a space where I tend to see mums wanting to make sure that I like them. So that's been an interesting oh okay power dynamic, like mm-hmm. just change really really curious. So it kind of I don't know. It, I it almost feels like it depends on maybe where your partner's from or the cultural background as well. To to because I think women in the household have a or there is a particular thinking or stigma or expectation of a woman in the household. Like mm. for some people, it's like, but can you be in the kitchen and cook with my mum? Because my mum cooks a certain way or is particular <laughs> or cleans a certain way or whatever else. Like, but can you can you come in there and be like... Sam is no, shaking her head. Sam is shaking her head. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? It's like, can you hold your own against my mum? Because obviously mums are, are powerful women and they're very strong and they've raised it. They're out here running a whole little community in the home. Do you know what I mean? Can you come here and hold your own? And if you can, I, I, I often feel like it's a sign of, it's a sign of strength and it's a sign of respect. And your partner's mom can only look at you and know that my my boy is in is in um in good hands in a good position. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's it's such a people thing. It's a bit of a cultural thing and all the rest of it. But I no longer sort of come in here think like expecting you to. If me expecting to please you or expecting you to like me I am who I am and you're gonna like me or dislike me regardless I'm also not a dickhead so that's one thing yeah, yeah. So I, I can't imagine why we wouldn't get on but my focus is my unit that I'm building because that's that's my life do you know what I mean everything else is just beautiful additions and um yeah son that's my standpoint on it so meh on the flip side like your family um mm-hmm. with them um Again, it's, I think it's the same thing reverse. It b- would make things easier, wouldn't it, if your family do like your partner? And it just makes it, it, just makes it easier because everybody's dropping kids off or doing whatever or doing little trips. If they don't, um, and knowing my family as well, if they don't like someone or something and they know this is where you want to be and you're happy, they kind of leave you to it. Okay, Everyone's very sort of civil and polite, but that's probably as far as it kind of goes. And it just depends if your partner is strong enough or tough enough or indifferent enough to accept that for what it is because again mm-hmm. their focus is you so if your mum doesn't like me shit but we'll keep it moving do you know what I mean they're not here to yeah. marry your mum so yeah like you said like in certain cultures that might be that might not be okay though mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like if my family don't like you then I can't be with you yeah yeah. I can imagine that for that, some people. That is crazy, isn't it? Because I mean, your family's not going to give you what I'm going to give you. So <laughs> exactly, so that's always a funny one. Like, who are you living your life for? Exactly. Really? I'm not saying it's easy, but who are you living it for? Yeah, no, it's not easy, especially mm-hmm. if you've always been brought up a certain way, and that's all you know. But ultimately, sometimes these, I don't know, things that people just do are not always the correct. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. Mm. But yeah, I mean, mm. I, mean I don't think I've had any major things. I think my mum is quite a my mum's quite a nice mother-in-law, say if that's what you. Okay. Want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite, she gets like really shy. <laughs> so oh, does she? She gets really shy and she's super attentive, Aww. which is cute. Mom. But she does get super shy. <laughs> yeah my mom is she's quick to try and make you feel comfortable and settled 
um, has zero filters. That's the one thing I warn people about before they meet her. Oh, She's no. literally gonna say <laughs> what she sees. When are you having babies? Bruh. <laughs> and the thing is, the thing is, the nicety, the niceties last about two minutes. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Where are you from? What do you do? Oh, how many siblings do you have? How, how many children do you want? When are you getting married? <laughs> wow. Do you like to eat? Do you like, she just goes straight in. The niceties don't even last. It's not even, like I said, not even two minutes. So if you're not prepared for that, you're going to think that I call my mom every day and I just chat just the shit. And we're going to get married and have a seven-tier cake and we're going to do whatever. Like, that is what you would think because she's in it and she's personal. And doesn't give so a do shit. So you, do you pre-warn like, before they meet? No. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Always, always, yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, to be fair, I think that's the best thing to do. Because yeah. if there's something that you know is going to happen, you should definitely pre-warn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when we get there, all the whole tribe is coming out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, think, I think in my, my, my family, very welcoming. Yeah. They're very, like, warm towards everyone when they mm-hmm. first meet them. And it's almost like, if you know one of us, you know all of us. I'm sorry, yeah. Kind of mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, my parents know, like, all of, like, they would know all the important people in our lives or whatever. Mm. And that they will get like they'll ask they'll be inquisitive they'll find out they just, so they can find out about us and you know yeah yeah so nice they, they'll just have a chit chat whatever yeah um true. my mum I would say <laughs> there's probably a difference between say guys that you bring around than like say my brother's girls there's oh. a slight oh, difference yeah, yeah, yeah. but oh. not that much but you can just tell she's probably more warmer towards the guys than the girls i don't know why okay just a slight slight difference Mm. i think obviously mums and their sons it isn't a joke it's a real thing it's a different different situation Mm. but it's cute (laughs) so annoying because i just i feel like everyone i know who has male siblings you already know when the sun's coming home suddenly the food's different the food is all of their favorite (laughs) foods and this is gonna get done and this is gonna get done and it's that way. So what about me, woman? Huh? Huh huh. It's really it? funny to watch. One thing I've realized is it wasn't I think my brother moved out first. So it felt like he was getting the special treatment. But then when we, like <laughs> everyone started to move out gradually, it's just yeah. her thing. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. My mum came round the other day and she brought me all this food and all this stuff to make sure I was okay. So I think See? that in our way, it was just that if you're gone, then we, you'll get the extra no, treatment. But it, no, but it's true, though. It always, that makes sense, though, mm. because you just miss them more. And mm. I think just the relationship just changes for the better, I would say. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It becomes different. Yeah, <laughs> I think... I think if you're, my mom obviously doesn't live in the UK anymore. So if you go and see her, it's excitement all around to see any and everyone. But um, in terms of any favourites favorites and stuff, it's just kind of whoever's going to give her more grandbabies, really and truly. So <laughs> I just feel everybody's partners is so loved and coveted. It's ridiculous because they're the, they're like the gateway in it to, to create the grandbabies. So <laughs> they are literally loved and adored and worth. That is so funny. Ridiculous and the most just blatant, like, Rach, I know you're my daughter, but whatever. So-and-so, so when are you having kids? How's it going? Oh, my gosh, she describes, like, she saw a picture of myself and my partner the other day. She's like, oh, look at him. He's got these sleepy, sexy eyes. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like she was like, 
I like I want I want those eyes to be passed down to my grandchildren. Oh, oh my god, anyway, Rachel. She when are you? Oh, another so funny. <laughs> my mom has no loyalty whatsoever. That's my household. You're welcome. That is so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, and the thing is, I don't know if you want babies to have sleepy, sexy eyes. I don't know if that's what you want, but that's what she's asking that the universe so for. Random. <laughs> That is very random. I don't even get that kind of pressure from my parents. It's the rest <laughs> of the family. Oh, uh-huh. my goodness. Like my older cousins or like mm. aunts and uncles and stuff like that. They're the ones that are on my case for the mm-hmm. grandkids or partners and all the rest of it. My yes. parents are quite chill. Thank yeah. God. That's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> but this is also like a really nice thing where it's clear that the family does like your partner you guys can have these kind of like chats or be informal or be quite teasing about it i know on a bad day it can be intense and you want to murder someone but this i think this is like one of those added bonuses and when everyone just gets on and it's just like it's funny and it's chill and it's teasing and all the rest of it but imagine if you didn't like if you didn't like your partner's families you can be like why the fuck do they keep asking us about this like it's a whole drama yeah yeah but um going back to i guess um chuma chumi Chimmer and Paul from um, Blue Therapy. I'm sure this is something that we'll talk about like another time for sure. But that I think is just insane where his sister is there at their therapy session just to, I'm being supportive, but how much support is too much support? Like, how do you, where do people draw the line? Like, yeah, when is too much, too much? Have you guys, have you guys ever found yourselves being that person to a sibling's partner, if that makes sense? Like, you're extra protective. The unliked person. Yeah, as in, like, you don't, you're not crazy about your siblings, boyfriend, or girlfriend. <laughs> so you're there. If something goes wrong, you're extra protective, or you're just you're extra in it. You're there. Um, I had a situation where the sister, um, when we broke up, she mm. all of a sudden, uh, just changed the way she was. Like, mm. it was really weird. Like, so I was working at the airport back then as well, and um. She had come through and so when we broke up, she obviously took his side or whatever, which is fine. Um, but when she came through the airport, she almost expected me to do her a favour, which would have cost me my job. Uh. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? But I only found out through another colleague, oh, by the way, so-and-so was asking for you and she wanted you to do this for her. And I was like, what? Excuse me? Uh. I was like, I found that really out of order. And I was like, this is why I actually never really was keen on you, but mm. I said it back then. Because, you know, when you're just trying to be respectful. Yeah. I don't really, like, if it's like a minor thing, I don't really tend to make it a big thing. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, I was like, whatever about it. But then when, obviously, we broke up and then I saw her being like that, I was like, mm, yeah, and this is why. Because you are a bit two-faced. Mm. I, mm. I get you. Yeah. No, I've never had to think. I think my siblings know if I like their partners or not, and then we just kind of leave it at that, really. <laughs> Could have been simpler. My brother had a girlfriend that... Do you know when you know that you're... You're not keen on them, so you're so nice to them because you don't want any issues. Oh, oh. what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was almost... No, me and my other two sisters were like... I remember they came around, they stayed for the weekend and we mm. were like, do you know when you're like, yeah, we are going to be so nice. It was proper, <laughs> like so fake. 
No, it was it wasn't fake. Really scary. No, (laughs) we were actually trying to make an effort because our brother had said that you know it means a lot to him if we make an effort. So Mm -hmm. we really made an effort, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it was fine. We had a good weekend, so we thought. She went back and said, "Your sisters were leaving me out. They did this and they did that." (laughs) And and you know when you're just like, you know what? I am done. Like I am done. (laughs) Even being civil like because this uh, there was always an issue there was always an issue and the thing mm. is because we're quite close family mm. she did she doesn't like feeling like she's not part of the joke mm. or what's happening like she was so we would always explain and we would always put her involved yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and there was always an issue every mm-hmm. single time yeah and like so it got to the point where i was just so like just very like I suppose, like, you'd be professional with a colleague. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. And not, Passive like, aggressive. Not, no. <laughs> professional and professional. I couldn't, I didn't want to get too close. I didn't want to chat to her in that sense. Because she just, no matter what, if you were nice to her, there'd be an issue. If you weren't nice to her, which I never was not nice to her, there'd be an issue. So mm. I just went, I can't win. So just at this point, whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm just going to be who I am. Yeah. You accept it or you don't. Mm. And uh, yeah, they were together for so long as well, and it was it's such hard work. But how was it? Mm. Just civil with her, and I was civil with her. Like we even to the point where we used to like she used to always she, but she wanted like my blood, sweat, and tears. She wanted me to like I almost like text her every day, chat to her, be friends, all of that, and it's mm. the natural. See, and also I don't even think that's healthy. No, being so involved like that. No. <laughs> healthy at all like let's have a bit of I think I do believe in having a little bit of distance I think it's it's, whatever the relationship it should be natural I should want to text you or I should want to call you because something's happened or let's plan something oh let's do something blah 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 if if it doesn't come natural I'm not going to do it just for the sake of it but she used to like she used to cause issues all the time but it came to a point where for example um, if she came to a family event or whatever, and she yeah. met someone once, she would add them on Facebook. <laughs> she would like to. Uh, I remember she, she, to be in there. she came to yeah. our family event, and some of my friends were there. Why did they all get friends requests? Oh, like in the in the in in like the days leading after, like she wanted to be part of his every corner of his life, which. Which is sweet, but a bit too much. How is that sweet, Anna? Well, because she obviously she saw a future with him, and this is going to be my family. Mm. Oh, yeah, but and also, sorry, I think there's also an element of social media etiquette because I feel like once upon a time, because people had Facebook or whatever, they would always just try and join in on everything. Yeah. So it was like not knowing like boundaries. It's like I'll be your friend. It's like no, I met you once at a wedding. Yeah, people separate <laughs> social media like like so. Yeah, like yeah. even my cousins that live in different countries that she hadn't met. <laughs> if we had a com- she, we had a conversation or she knew of them, they would, would be add added. That's she so was weird. she was very possessive over my brother. Oh yeah, it was mad. It was mad. So yeah, that's that's a different story. Mm. Yeah, that's different, isn't it? What um what happens in the breakup? How do you divorce people's families if you if you do, or if you ever had done in the past? Oh well, for her that was the easiest severance. <laughs> <laughs> Remove. 
I just deleted her from everything. Didn't chat to her ever again. And then we bumped into her. Oh my god! <laughs> How was that? Well, she like you deleted me on Facebook. How dare you? Oh, it was a cringe <laughs> encounter. But yeah. Did you say hello? Yeah, we said hello. She, we were out with the new girlfriend. Oh, my oh, god. nice. And all of my family, and oh, she was there, and it was just sugar. the most cringe situation. She must have felt a bit bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it depends on what the relationship's been like with whoever it is. Um, I've I've had mother-in-laws follow me on Instagram, mm. <laughs> um, but it's been okay. Like it's not a, it's it's not deep. It's not that deep, so it's cool. I'm not gonna not accept or or delete yeah. whatever. It's fine. Mm. Um, and yeah, no, I wouldn't. I don't think I would maintain a friendship. Say if we were close, and then you know we broke up. I would. I don't think I would personally want to maintain a friendship, like as tight as it was. If, if it was tight, if you know what I mean. Also, yeah. I think just out of respect, if they were to then get a new girlfriend or whatever, I don't want to be in anyone's conversations <laughs> so mm. yeah I just kind of leave it and let it fall into whatever state it's going to be because just because I'm not with your son doesn't like everyone's still lovely people in it that's wonderful yeah it yeah. didn't work out so um I think it's always just it's just like I don't, I don't even know how to describe it at Christmas I might get the odd text from someone like, oh that's very sweet I'll text back mm-hmm. have a little like yeah. and leave it at that yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it still feels quite open and it doesn't feel like oh, we must never speak again Do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah but then equally like I know people that um actually still meet up go for lunches and dinners and coffee or whatever with their ex's mum or that. sisters or something and then, yeah and then there's all with yeah whoever and then obviously when they get with someone else and there's another issue there with mm. oh my new girlfriend's not happy I don't no dramas please so no um them things there i feel like the new girlfriend needs to then if that's what she wants she's got to find her in where she can have her own independent relationships with um the partner's family but them things i'm not overly bothered about i mean i say that now when they wait until i actually face it and i'm like what the fuck your ex needs to fuck off why can't you maybe i'll encounter that and then i have a very different feeling but i kind of um just as chill i do think it's funny though when you're with someone but your mum really liked your last partner so we'll always ask about the other one uh, that's jokes that is that's rude. never happened to me but it cracks me up when i oh, hear it's happened to someone about... i know so yeah. that's rude i'm sorry but no, why but your you mom just really like that person and they're just asking if they're all right and in front of but wait asking if they're all right in front of me yeah, but what if it's the first time she's seen you in like a couple of weeks? And she's like, oh, babe, da, 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 just chatting to you, chatting to you. Oh, and how's so-and-so? How are they doing? Oh, they're always so lovely. There is, no, no, there is no reason for you to do that because you know exactly what you're trying to do. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> ask, ask him when I'm not there. <sighs> Why do you, so you know you've done that deliberately in front of me. <laughs> deliberately. And then they start comparing. Oh, no, she. I think she was better because she used to do this. Sorry, you've taken it that far to comparing. I just said they asked about them. There was no comparison. <laughs> comparison. No, they'll start comparing. Trust me. Of course they will. So, 
okay with asking in front of you how the other one is of course they're mm-hmm. so jokes well let me not what have about that. with like dads and that what are, what have their dads been like with you I haven't had a negative dad experience before. I think um, automatically they kind of want to... Sorry, I started like flapping my, my hands around, which doesn't translate into English. But they're just very... <laughs> I find that dads, they're very, just very sweet, is what it feels like, or really attentive. And they really want to make sure that you're fine, which is so nice and it's so cute. So that's kind of what... That's what my vibe has been. Um, and it's always nice to hear... Sorry, it's always nice to hear when like, your partner's friends and family like you or they have nice things to say about you and it. Um, that's always lovely. Mm. That's been cool. How about you guys? No, not with dads. Yeah. <laughs> I've had, um, yeah, good experiences with dads. Um, yeah. But uh, with mums, I had one where she wasn't very friendly to begin with. Mm. And I was like, oh. Do you know when you just don't know how to handle it? Because there's, there's been no issue as to why you're going to be cold to me, towards me. Yeah. Um, and then she was like the sweetest person. So <laughs> nice. The reason why her perception as what I transpired afterwards, mm. um, she had like a bit of a cold reception towards me because I wasn't... Um, What's it called? I it it was as if I just turned up, like I was just. Oh, okay. He maybe there she was no backstory. Okay. So she was just a bit taken oh, aback. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so then, obviously, when she actually got to know me and we were chatting, she was like nice as pie. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I remember that. I remember feeling so awkward. You know, you're just like, yeah. Um, okay, this is really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. And then um, I had a situation where after the situation was done, the yeah. dad was like, oh, we still love you. <laughs> we still love you. <laughs> we still love you. Aww, that's, that's cute. That was really sweet. What's the, have you ever had, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to your part, involving your partner's family? Oh, has one. <laughs> oh, what's that one? He's laughing. In it. What happened there? I had um so my previous boyfriends, I've only really had to deal with one parent. Yeah. There's never been two. Which yeah. has made it maybe easier. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um but so one dad yeah. kind of insinuated that my boyfriend at the time might have had a sore throat for a particular reason. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so, so feel free to use your words. You are an adult. And this is a podcast on adults. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> that is at the table. Hilarious. It wasn't like formal. We were just in the living room. And he was like, <clears throat> like coughing. Oh, did you know that... Um, if you practice a such and such, cunnilingus, it causes problems. <laughs> you can, so you, you use the words for me, Rachel. No, um, you're a grown you can, up. You can, um, it can cause all sorts of problems and throat cancer and all sorts of stuff. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Oh my dear. We both didn't say a word. We were like, <laughs> 
I would have died. And I just walked into the kitchen and started cooking and <laughs> just left him to deal with his dad. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is so joke. That's so funny. I had a moment where, so this is mortifying for me just because I feel like this is, you know how you guys say that I don't get embarrassed easily? I think it's, I just have some... You have no shame. It's not even that I have no shame. Sometimes it is what it is, but I think you haven't... Mine is more situational rather than this is embarrassing or I'm embarrassed about that, if that makes sense. I remember going to a wedding somewhere. I think I was probably the only um, black woman there. So I've met, like, this great aunt who was the sweetest, littlest lady, old lady you're ever going to meet. She's amazing, beautifully dressed, and she's come over to say hello. And I was like, oh, my God, hi. So I go over, I give her two kisses on the cheek. Bam, bam. I pull away. Why is my foundation placed <laughs> perfectly on both of her cheeks? And I'm like, oh, my God. I can't. And it was, so there's nothing I can do to try and disguise me rubbing my makeup off your face. I don't know what to do. There's no one I can turn to. I'm the only person that it can come from. So that was just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. So I have what them happened? moments sometimes. Nothing, I just ran away, really. And I was like, oh. You left her with two marks on her face. That is rude. You're I did. Someone and in I... her family should tell her. You know what I mean? But I, I just didn't know how well, to bring it up. And she, she used was... the wrong colour of blood. Do you know what I mean? And she was like, she was old. Like, at least 90s, late 90s. It's like, so she was just the sweetest, <laughs> cute little thing. And I was like, <laughs> so I have those types of things that happened. That's probably the most embarrassing thing. And uh, one time, my mum nearly walked in on me having sex with someone that was mortifying. How was that? That's interesting. What, what was oh, your mum's nah. Like, we thought yeah, we were having grandkids. Yeah, no, not at <laughs> Can you imagine she'll clap at the end of the bed? Can you? Oh, if only she. She. The clapping? she... <laughs> <laughs> she was fuming. We thought we were quiet and we're stuck into the house. And then I think she may have sussed what was going on and she literally tried to barge into the door and like, <laughs> tell us off. I'm obviously on the other side of the door holding it with all of my strength. Like, get dressed, hurry up. And then we got into this like, massive argument. In my house, you can't do this, you can't do that. Fine, I'm moving out, blah, blah, whatever. In my then, house, we don't have to like it. Obviously. Yeah. All right. But I mean, did any of my brothers get this attitude when they brought people of home? Of course yeah. not. But what? yeah. That leads on to a conversation I was having with one of my friends who's yeah. expecting a baby. Yeah. And he was like, he's having a boy. Mm. And he's like, I'm so relieved it's a boy because, you know, I don't think I could handle, like, um, my daughter thinking of her, like, what, her having, doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh. having, and I said, I said, are you being serious? Is this, mm. I said, so we literally had this conversation yesterday. Debate. Mm. And he was just like, yeah, but it's not nice for a dad to think of their daughter potentially being promiscuous. Oh, or... oh, I said, oh, oh so, you're, so you're okay with your son to go in to do that to another girl? I exactly. Just, and I was like, are you actually being serious? Like, we had like a proper like back and forth. Yeah. It. I was like, why are women's sexualities control like always controlled, and you're yep. controlling a baby? Like, yeah. this is your thoughts from actually having a girl They're before even she's born. even born or even her ge- her gender's been... Yeah. I was just like, wow. I said, I can't believe this day and age people still have this thoughts. Exactly. Like, very sad. I didn't mean to cut you, Sam, if you were no, still there. Yeah, that's it. 
no it's it's mad like again sorry you've hit the nail on the head like in this day and age this is really a perspective that men still have like um actually your sister sam your older sister sent me a post or it was on her post and i watched it it was called it's a girl with a tombstone and it was just a few videos of how men reacted to gender reveals that they're having Mm -hmm. girls and they're upset they're disappointed exactly Mm -hmm. and then investigated stories from women all over the world where there is such a pressure to make sure you only have male children mm. that when you do have girls you're forced to have a termination or you're pushed to have a termination there was one uh clip where it showed this woman in a rural part of india where mm. she's had eight kids and eight of them were girls and she killed all of them because she had to have a boy and i was a bit yeah, like no, in india it's serious you know it's huh? serious in india she serious. killed all of them she she strangled each baby at birth because it was female and I know that there are parts of the world, not just India, where this is the feeling of oh the stigma. God. But imagine where imagine that we live in a world where the feeling of having a, a female child is so terrible, Red. and yeah. it's the worst thing that can happen. And we are women. We we are. You need women to make to further life. Like we are the vessels in which we carry life. And yet, to have one of us is the worst thing in the world because what you can't imagine your daughter having sex. Don't imagine your daughter having sex. Then that's not for you to imagine. Do you mean or like? You can't have a can't have a baby girl because it means that you failed in some way. But you are female. That to me, it, bl- it blows my mind. It's insane. Yeah. It's it insane. Crazy. Uh, that leads into the whole fact of like, are you going to bring up your son and your mm. daughter to view sexuality yeah, differently? Yeah, yeah. Of course they would. Um, do you like, mean do you mean gender like, differently? Because nowadays we try like it's the whole no, gender. There's yeah. non-binary. There's all that kind of stuff. So I guess it's more, are you raising them to view genders differently or are you raising them to everyone's the same or everyone's, you don't run like a girl, you don't cry like a girl, you don't fight like a boy. Like you have to try and be as neutral as possible because people are people. People are going to cry and be happy and be sad and it's okay for boys to cry. It's okay for girls to cry. It's okay for boys to be strong. It's okay for girls to be strong. I guess it's having to be very intentional with the type of language and the types of things that you show your kids but when they go into the real world mm. they're going to be faced with very particular ways of being and particular ways of thinking so I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a challenge especially if we're all trying to be very intentional with how we raise them mm. the more conversations I have with um, young um, young parents or parents our age everyone seems to be on the space of being very observant and particular and making sure that you're not raising boys to be quote unquote boys, that boys will be boys, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You're like be understand it's important to have kind heart kind hands. It's mm. important to be this and that. So I think that's important because this notion of I don't know, women can't do X, Y, and Z uh, and men are perpetuating that narrative and that storyline is mad to me. Like today it's mm. still so I'm I'm excited for what's to come for people. Like, I mean you guys have heard me say this fifty million times, but it's mad to me that a lot of women's sexual experiences is really um, um, narrated to them by what men do to them. Like, women don't know their bodies. They get told that because of, from men or their sexual experiences of men. Women don't even know what they like because you're adhering to what's happening to you in in the bedroom. And I feel for guys, because I think guys can also have this pressure where they're meant to know what to do or, or they're meant to know how to have sex or they're meant to know how to lead in that space. So, they lead the conversation from the get-go before the oh. woman even gets a chance to interject. 
Mm. Like it's mad to me that women don't know their bodies or haven't touched the bodies to know what happens inside and out of them because this is the only body that you're gonna get. And how can you not know how it works or how it functions? It's mad to me. Mm. Personally, I could go on for ages. Like even mm. like oh my gosh, being a kid and reading about periods in books, um, in the textbooks that we had at school, they would describe your menstruation as like, oh, two or three tablespoons of blood. That's what it is. But that's coming from a man. Do you have a period? <laughs> it's true. You don't. And I get even, that you're in the lab. Even the BMI thing. BMI is a measurement on a, a white man. That they oh, that do how you... for everyone. Like, this is yeah. your BMI. This is your yeah, standard yeah. BMI. Like, Which is crazy what? to me. So I think it's important. We need to know. Women should know themselves and know who they are. Even you talking about Chioma having mm. her abortion or felt the pressure to have the abortion because her man didn't want it. That's her, that's her body. And I get it, you don't yeah. be a single mom, blah, blah, but that's your choice to make. And then that leads into this heartbeat bill that's gone in Texas right now where you can, regardless of if you of you being raped or you creating a baby due to inter- incest, you can't have an abortion after six weeks. Who are you to make that decision on my body? This is what I'm saying. What? Even even the the conversation we literally had we were, we went like at it for about maybe 15 minutes of like backwards and forwards in and and he was just like it was almost like he was like oh what am I offended am I promiscuous or I was like what no. where, how did that come into it how they, oh, how about you not actually oh was he asking I'm saying? if you yeah. are promiscuous he asked if I like basically did yeah. I touch a nerve like the way yeah. he said it oh. the way I was reacting. And I was like, no, we literally. Oh, but actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you, does that change your opinion of me? Yeah. And I was just like, no. I said it doesn't. I said women's sexuality should not be stifled. If that's what she chooses to do as an adult, and she's fully aware of what she's doing, yeah. why is that a condition on what gender your child is going to be when they are born? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I. And then he was like, no, I'm not saying I wouldn't have, like, wanted a daughter. He's like, I just, those were his fears. Okay, mm-hmm. how about fears about something else? Like, those fears mm-hmm. come maybe how he's been in, when he's That's been exactly young. what I said. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, no, because I've been really respectful oh, of women. Really? I was like, respectful? He's like, do you think I haven't been respectful? And mm. I said, We've never <laughs> been in that context, so for you not to be respectful to me in that way. Yeah. So, that is irrelevant yeah but it, like you know, we probably you know i just mm, like wow like i just i said sorry it's crazy how in like certain cultures like the you know as a woman you can't you should never ever have sex no go through your virginity until you're like i don't know in your 30s but for guys oh my god like even when they're like super young 13 14 they will encourage them to go lose their virginity mm. it, it makes them more of a man it's like mm-hmm. go and explore so so your royal yeah, but some, some, <laughs> all of some that. like dads will take their sons to like to a brothels. prostitute yeah. yeah i know some of that happened to them yeah i know a couple too it's mad yeah. they, they want them to be a ready <laughs> experience but to be honest i'm not gonna like when i think about it are people actually enjoying that part of their lives? Because a lot of people have no idea. Because, you know, like, if you ask someone what, what, um, it, like, they might, they may have had sex or they, but they've never experienced certain parts of it. Like, are people going with the motions? Do people actually enjoy it? Or is it something that you just do because it's part of the fabric of society? How do you mean in terms of um, what having sex in general? Have, in general, like, every, 
we've we've created this whole mm. like narrative behind it where it's this either taboo or it's like only for men or it's mm. like when people do it are they doing it because it's something that they want to do or it it's something that's been built up within mm. society. I just I just find it so like I don't know why it should be it is important, hundred mm. percent I agree. But why it should be like a defining factor of who you are. Yeah. Mm. I think with with that, sex is sex is sex. And I think you're on you're always on a journey with it. It's gonna be a journey and it's gonna be a journey of explore, exploration for you until you know the things that you like, don't like, and also until you feel very confident and comfortable expressing those things to your partner. And that is for both men and for women. But um I can imagine there's there may be there would be pressures where you you feel like you're meant to be having sex or you should be doing this or you should have done that so you go and do those things and that might be when you're a lot younger and you're less informed about the things that you want it's more what your peers are saying or what they're doing so I can imagine those types of pressures being there and then that becomes more about the motions of it all like oh I'm 18 I haven't lost my virginity shit I should have done or, or whatever the current trend may be in that regard so I can see those things coming into play for sure but I think if you're, I don't know, raised to understand what sex is, I suppose, and if you have a, a happy, healthy relationship with the idea or the notion of sex, I kind of feel that when you do get into those, into those spaces, you're doing it because you want to or you're exploring certain things because you want to explore it rather than you've watched a lot of porn so you think this is what it's meant to be like or a lot of your friends have said X, Y, and Z, so this is what it's meant to be like. Um so that's kind of where I, I think I would start to hedge my bets in, in regards to that space because it is a beautiful thing. It's it's meant to be enjoyable. It, sh- it should be something you want to do and not just because the motions. But if you're out here going through the motions, I'm like, mate, it's time to change that uh, change that channel. I don't know how we got to this point, but... <laughs> Stop policing! <laughs> Ice cream van! <laughs> not this again. <laughs> Ice cream van! Ooh, what ice cream would you have today? Twister, all day and every day, or a Magnum. Really? No, no Magnum. Ice cream van type ice cream. That you can get that anywhere. Oh, 99p, no cones. I mean, no flakes. The flakes are shit. Oh, oh no. I love the flakes. Ugh, it's disgusting. I like it with the raspberry or strawberry sauce. No, yeah. disgusting. Raspberry or strawberry sauce. I, want... I, I do like the, I don't like the, the ice cream that's like creamy, cre- creamy, creamy. That's, like that's really thick. I like it when it's more like ice cream. What? <laughs> <laughs> I realised what I said there and I was like, I know what a I mean. whippy is thick. Mm. I like a screwball with the cheap, like, one pea chewing gum. Gum in the middle. Nah, I'm a classic. I don't want no sprinkles, no nuts, no sauce, no nothing. Give me the cone and the soft serve ice cream on top. Boom. I want to go to a fun fair. Oh, it's been a while. Oh my gosh, no. I I had similar feelings, Sam. And then I saw... No, wait. But then I saw an article of like somewhere in Thorpe Park or somewhere in the UK where the roller coaster stops. Oh, that happens all the time. That happens all the time, though. No, Brighton or Blackpool. It was one of the Bs. Oh my God. So that made me go... No, I want Peckham Park. I've decided. It'll be a nice day. Run around in your shorts. All Mm -hmm. the rides. Get all the light snacks and the ice cream. It's been a let's while. Go, let's go South End. Let's yeah. go South End. Why I've not? never been to South End, you know. You're... Come down to see <laughs> us in Essex. And then let's, let's go South go. End. 
Never been. I've only been, do you know what? I've only been to Hastings and I've only been to Brighton. Hastings? Yeah. Been to Bournemouth, been to Margate. Nope. Been to Great Yarmouth. Yeah, Great Yarmouth. <laughs> oh, no, I did a gig at Great Yarmouth, but I didn't get to see anything. It was nighttime. That's it. I think I've been to Blackpool. Yeah. Nope, never done that. And do you know what? Allow me going away on holiday, innit? I need to explore the like the UK. Yeah, I've been saying this for years. <laughs> no, but I want to like go and see the beaches in Cornwall, go to Devon, go to Dick. Whitstable <clears throat> was nice. That was really pretty. Yeah, mm. I'm planning a trip with some friends in July. Maybe. To where Whitstable? Yeah. Like Dorset, I guess. Oh, like those kind of yeah, yeah. Cornwallish. Oh, nice. Lake Dis- Lake District is big. I would have thought. It's a bit weird there, though. Why? Like, the people who live there, I mean, this was a couple of years ago, so it might be different, but, like, that demographic kind of, oh, my gosh, forgive me anyone from the Lake District if I'm getting this incredibly wrong, but I feel like I'm not. Um, Everyone there is kind of like the Sun sort of newspaper reader, and they kind of have the Sun sort of views. In the world. Oh, yes. Nice. And then they'll casually say something, and you're like, huh, you haven't been to London, have you? Curious. That is true. Because when we went, um, something happened to the car, so we needed to get a cab somewhere. Mm. And we got in the cab, and we were stuck in traffic, and we were talking Mm. to the guy. And he's like, so where are you guys from then? Because it was me, two of my siblings. We're like, oh, yeah, we're from, um, like, near London. He's like, where are you really from? He's like, (laughs) oh, my gosh. How do you cope down there? And I was like, what, what, what do you mean? He's Where? Like, oh, you know, like there's always stabbings and you know all the things you hear on in the news and you read mm-hmm. in the papers. Like there's always like gang violence and this and that. And we were like, what? Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's quite close. It's be- beautiful, 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 beautiful place though. But yeah, at the time though, there seemed to be a real like stress or worry about Europeans coming in and taking our tourism jobs. And I'm like, well, mm. no. I met like it was a whole thing, and I was like, "Huh." But again, I guess you're in this little bubble, aren't you? In certain places, and exactly, yeah. and others like, come in. It's like, "Whoa, what are you doing here?" And I'm like, "Have well, you been invaded?" But no, Lake District is beautiful. I would go again, go and do my bit for educating different parts of the UK. So yeah, see, there's loads of places and beaches to go. Don't go to Portugal, guys. Fuck it. Book a car. <laughs> just drive around the UK. Just do it. Okay, let's do it. Let's plan it. Yeah. yeah that'd be nice none of you sound on it at all so whatever no i no i don't <laughs> mind doing a trip like i'm booking a few because i don't think mm. i'm gonna go anywhere mm. well for one i just yeah i need to save again you know <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Mm. i keep thinking i'm gonna go to ghana imminently but i don't know if that's really gonna happen but yeah i just want sand under my feet and i want to hear the water Mm. it's like I want to hear an ocean and have that calm yes I agree with that I love that it's my favourite sound mm. oh it's so nice so relaxing mm-hmm. mm. but yeah but I'm kind of hoping let me go let me book a trip to like I'll go to Thailand again and then suddenly you can't fly back and then I'm stuck in Thailand for like six months Thailand is not a bad thing fabulous place to be stuck right or like Bali never been to Bali just I, I cried on the plane home when I went Oh, really? I just, like, I just the best time. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be mad. 
I can still audition from Thailand. That's okay. And they'll fly me out for jobs. Just got to return me back to Thailand. That's fine. Well, the world is going to open up soon, guys. And we will be enjoying the best life. Hopefully. (laughs) Well, that was um, another episode of Be an Adult, They Said. (laughs) Brought to you by Rachel, Sam and Annalisa. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed. Please... um, Send us any comments in our DMs, mm-hmm. uh, any of your things you'd like to ask the aunties. Oh, yes, <laughs> I love <laughs> The aunties. The aunties. Auntie vibes. And uh, <laughs> yes, it has been a pleasure. Yay. Yay. Bye, Bye guys. Guys.